I'm going to talk to you about a very important topic. And at the moment, the number one topic that the group behind me has asked to cover is negotiation. So get your pens out, and you too, get your pens and pads out. I'm going to give you some of the hottest tips in negotiation at the moment. Number one, guys and girls, understand in real estate, there's only two things that you bring to the table, and that's resources to attract more buyers to a property. And once you've got the resources to attract more buyers to a property, what you bring is negotiation to get top dollar from the best buyer. So there's only two things you bring to the table, resources to attract more buyers, which is your marketing and negotiation. Now in real estate, if you are not a deal maker, you're an order taker, you're a dinosaur. You're going to get smashed in this marketplace. And the reason you're going to get smashed in this marketplace is that in most of Australia and most of New Zealand now, we're seeing that the marketplace has changed and there is no urgency in buyers. You've got to create the urgency. So what I'm going to do is tell you, here are half a dozen of things that you can do to create urgency. Number one, when you have a second inspection on a property, when you have a second inspection on a property, what you do is you make sure that when you take the buyer back to the property, you organise to have other buyers at the property. You got a second inspection at four o'clock, you organise to have buyers there at 4.15. Why? Because what happens is the buyer sees that there are other people interested in the property and you've got to create social proof. The two most important psychological factors in negotiation are social proof, other people want it, and scarcity, someone might take it from me. So organising an appointment with another buyer there is critical. The second thing you need to do is the following, and that is don't be desperate. You see, when you're desperate and needy, People can smell the desperation coming out of your mouth. They can smell the bullshit coming out of your mouth. And they don't want to deal with someone that has got commission breath. So how don't you get desperate in real estate in 2019? By not being desperate. Because it's really hard to fake not being desperate. If you aren't eating and there is no money coming in, of course you're desperate. So how do you actually change that? You prospect more because if you're prospecting more, you've got more in the pipeline, more in the pipeline, more listing presentations, more listing presentations, more sales, more sales, you're less desperate. So a lot of negotiation has got to do with whether you've been prospecting because if you have been prospecting, you're not going to be as desperate. Rule number three, walk away, walk away. Walk away is actually part of the negotiation process. You see, sometimes you're not going to find out what someone's real position is till you walk away, till you walk away. And what happens is you walk away and they'll either follow you or they'll ring you that afternoon or the next day and they'll continue the negotiation. So I'm saying to you, don't be scared about walking away. It is in fact part of negotiation. It doesn't mean that the deal is finished. The next thing on negotiation that I think is very useful, don't assume who the decision maker is. 
My experience in 31 years in real estate is you might have the guy that's the loudest in the room, but in fact, when they get into the car, the husband and wife, he might have been the loud one doing all the barking outside, but when he gets into the car, he's actually becomes a pussycat. And my experience is that really the female may be the decision maker. So don't sit there and keep eye contact and be engaged with only one person. Understand that the decision maker might not be the person you think it is. Another bit on negotiation that I think is important is this. Care, but don't care too much. The person that's got the power in a negotiation is the person that least wants it. I know that's weird. The person that wants it the most is the person that's the most desperate. That's why in the book by Cohen on negotiation, which is a very good book, Cohen, C-O-H-E-N, on how to become a world-class negotiator, he says, care, but not too much, right? That doesn't mean being arrogant, but that means being detached. The last bit of negotiation I'm going to give you is if you want to get a buyer up, the best chance at getting a buyer up is at the first offer, where your response should be something like this. Thank you for that offer. It's unlikely to get accepted. If it wasn't accepted, what would your next offer be? You have a higher chance at getting an increase there and then at the first offer, because what you've got to do is manage the expectation of the buyer that it is unlikely that they're going to get that offer accepted. Because if you give them hope and you come back and you haven't got it accepted, they're going to think to themselves, shit, I'll only go up another thousand. Or by then, they've got their uncle who's a butcher that's actually come in and giving them advice. So guys and girls, do me a favour. If you found this short seven-minute video on negotiation useful, Please share it with someone. I look forward to uh, seeing you back in Australia on Friday night. And I'm really looking forward to having an incredible conference here with the professionals in New Zealand. Thank you so much.